0: Turn the Lord. Turn your Bible with me as we begin to look at the message series for this this uh, this month. Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. Understanding the master key to greatness. Understanding the master key to greatness. I think I want to open by defining the meaning of greatness so we know where we stand. Greatness is not raising godly children. Greatness is not having a good job. Greatness is not having great health. It's not. I was watching a video um, (coughs) of a gentleman called Nick. A, he's a Christian, I think, am not sure. But you know anybody's a Christian these days. So he was born without hands. I don't know if you know him, v- Nick. Is it Nick or Vic? Nick. Nick. Yeah? Nick. Sister Kate. W- Nick w- <laughs> uh, Nick what? <laughs> uh-huh. Nick. Something like that, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was born without, without what? Limbs. No hands, no legs. But he is greater than some that have a complete set. So greatness cannot be having two hands and two legs. Can be. Greatness cannot be having a career. Neither can neither can greatness be being married. If it is being married, then certainly Jesus was not great. Neither was Paul. Greatness cannot be having a career. Neither can it be having a business. So what is greatness? What does it mean to be great? What it means to be great is to is doing something meaningful with your life. You see, Nick is doing something meaningful with his life. So we are talking about him, even though we've never met him. I'm sure you have watched his video, maybe you read his books. Greatness is doing something meaningful with your life. That's what greatness means. has nothing to do with age, nothing to do with limbs, nothing to do with health, nothing to do with cars, buying a house, raising children, having a job has nothing to do with running a business? Nothing. You can be running a bu- You can have a great business and be doing nothing meaningful with your life. Do you know how many professionals? on six figures, commit suicide every day, do you know? Greatness is not being young. Do you know how many teenagers self-harm every day? You know the number is so staggering, it, it, it bothers our government. Greatness is not feeling happy you know the number of people who are on antidepressants every day? Greatness is doing something meaningful with your life. So, Matthew chapter 4 from verse 17, we read, From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He began to preach. And to say. So, verse 18 And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers. So, Jesus had a message. And his message was just one word. He said, Repent. He said, Repent. Jesus had only one message. He said, Repent. He said, why should you repent? He said, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Do you understand? So you need to repent. If you don't repent, you are not part of Jesus. If you don't repent, you are not part of Jesus. It is not church attendance that makes us part of Jesus. No, it's a change of heart. So to repent means change your heart. To repent means change your ways. Change it. Change it. And it was a message he held dearly to. If I so much so, he was on a, a recruitment drive to look for people who will repent and get others to repent. That is the message of the gospel. He said, change your heart. That's just one message. And my question to you today is, do you understand his message? Yes, congratulations. You made it to church this morning. But do you understand the message of Jesus? And the Bible says, "And, and walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers... Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Follow me. I will do something great with your life. Follow me. I will help you make something meaningful out of your life. The same way he's calling you today. Verse 20, I love verse 20. The Bible says there's no argument. No if, but, e, e, a, u, e, o. You know, it says they immediately responded to his message they immediately responded to his call. Is that you this morning? Have you responded yet? Have you? See, being in church does not equate to response. It's said, repent. Change your ways. That's my message. I need you to buy into your message. He said, I need you to leave your message and take up mine. And I will help you do something meaningful with your life. Verse 21 Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James and the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father. This one, they had a family business. It was nice. Like many of you have family businesses or you have businesses that you think your children will inherit. Ha! <laughs> you know, it's very different. If you are going east, they will tell you they are going west. They are a the family, but they have something going on. And the Bible says he called them. He called them. Verse 21, he called them like he's called you. They were busy. They were professionals like you are today. I mean, just look at you guys. You guys are so smart, so beautiful, so handsome. Many of you are so clever, so intelligent. I mean, many of, some of you have more degrees than a thermometer. I mean, I'm telling you, some of you have, you know, you have... Uh, Chains of degree, BA, BSc, and and, and rightly so, you are extremely busy. Come tomorrow morning, I mean, some of you get back home, whip up your laptop, you send a report, you know, you email your teams if you have one, and you have your job description. You have something, you have something going. You're a very busy guy, a very busy girl, very busy woman, busy family. Just like I used to be too. I used to enjoy the trips on Monday morning Heathrow back to Gatwick on Friday. I used to love sitting on the boards. You know, I may mean, not know what I'm talking about, but uh, I just talk anyway, you know. <laughs> I, had, I had the logo of the company behind me, you know. I walk into an environment, I love when I hear them whisper, It's from Oracle. I say, Yeah, you got that right. I'm from Oracle. It was nice. And before then that was a different kind of call. And I was talking about types of call. But before then, I just love I just love partying. You know? Just love partying. Me and my mates. You know, was then back in the day with my Jericho's and dripping haircuts, they were like, man. You know what I mean? And I had a, and I have a very generous father. I have a very generous father. I love my father, and he's a very generous guy. You know, that's where I got my generosity from. You know, quite unlike other young people in those days, and their parents, and their stingy parents, one, 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 two, one. I mean, I had a guy, his father had seven cars, but what betide him if he asked for the car keys. Car keys. Mm. I mean, these guys, they actually have a whole area named after them, but he can't touch the car. But man, his father was worthier than my, my father, but I got my father's car keys, you know? Oh, that's why I love the guy. Uh. Send him money all the time now, man. Thanks for not embarrassing me, Dad, you know that? You know, Friday night, I said, Dad, can I have the car keys? Okay, but take off yourself. Oh, my lovely father. Then I show out, you know, go out, and I'm the envy of my mates, you know, come and So I'm the one I've always picked the girls, because I'm the one with the car, isn't it? I said, don't worry, he will stop by, you know, pick up the girls, you know. I had my own message going on, you know, and then Jesus came. <laughs> <laughs> this Jesus, <laughs> and then he came and he came and he called. Ah! what a timing! <laughs> Do you have to call this time? You know, and I thought I escaped him. Came into church, you know, church was nice, you know. I, all the beautiful girls were in church. Okay, 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 okay. It's all right. That's all right. I can see my days. Okay, no ugly ones around here. Okay, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I check out that sister. That sister is fine. You know? What do you do? You say, oh, I'm a doctor. Man, you're a doctor. You are a sister, man. I just. So, when I came into church, that's why I was in heaven. I mean, these girls are beautiful and they've got God. I mean, you get born again. That's why I came. You see my wife, you don't find those types in nightclubs now, ain't you don't find those a in club? I mean with your drug-filled head, how do you see that kind of person? <laughs> you, can't, you can't see that. No. These ones are made in heaven, man, I tell you. they the best in church, isn't it? Well-behaved, well-cultured, they love Jesus, what else, man? Not the one you go marry one more pet while you are at work, you don't know what she's doing with the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have a heart, I would just die. <laughs> and then I got my job going on, got my job going. And I had this six-figure income job I was doing. I just loved it, man. And then he came again, and they gave me the call. Man, this is not the deal. Have you responded to yours? Say he called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father. They left their source of security and identity. They left their source of security and identity. Do you understand? and and followed him. When are you going to respond to this call? I know you are busy. He's saying, swap your message for mine. I know this career thing is very important. Every career has a message. Every industry has a message. Every company has a message. Your job description has a message. He said, I want to swap your message for mine. Do you understand? Have you responded to it? And Jesus too was busy. And the Bible says that from verse 17, from then on Jesus began to preach, repent, for your sins, repent of your sins and turn to God for the kingdom of heaven is near. Verse 12 says, when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He was busy too. He went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. He was busy. He was busy. Like the boys were busy, like you are busy, like I was busy. And he said, "Come. I want you to swap your busy schedule for mine. I know you are busy." But I, too, am busy. I know you have a message. I, too, I have a message. I want you to swap your message for mine. What is my message? He said, I want you to repent of your sins and turn to God. One. Two. Help me God do the same. So my question to you, have you responded to that initial call? Repent of your ways and turn to God. He said, When you do, I promise you this I will make something meaningful with your life. I will make something meaningful with your life. You cannot make something meaningful with your life by yourself. I know you have a successful career. I know you are a fisherman. I know you have a family business. Look at your boat. You you guys are fishing. But he says, swap that message. I have a bigger plan for you. I I want you to make something meaningful with your life. I want to make you great. Let's look at some types of calls this morning. And next week, we'll be looking at, we'll look at the different types of calls and we'll look at how you can identify your call next week. Because until you respond to this call, this kind of call, chances are that you cannot do something meaningful with your life. You cannot. You cannot. You say, well, look at my I'm raising my children, do something meaningful with with my life. And then when they grow, they'll move out of your home. So that can be it. Oh, I have this nice job I'm doing right now, like I'm traveling around the world, like I'm traveling around the world now. What if they make it redundant? So that can be it. Have you heard what's happening in Nissan, with Nissan? I see when Nissan goes, then all the Japanese cars will go. Have you thought about the ricochet effect of that action? So it cannot be your job. It can't be. Oh, is it your money? Well, I've lived in England long enough now for 21 years to see economy bubble up and bust. So it can't be that. Are you happy? Happiness is a function of fulfillment. Are you fulfilled? We can only be happy and fulfilled when we do something meaningful with our lives. Is your life meaningful? 24 hours a day. Let's look at the last 24 hours. Is it meaningful? Is it meaningful? last 24 hours for me was meaningful. I spent, I spent four hours with about 20, 32 people in the morning, helping them craft out goal and planning, and I spent time praying for all of them, 32, because that's what God has called me to do. By 9 p.m., I had on that bunch 24 of them. So in one day, I trained 56 people. So are you happy? How about the last 24 hours? What meaningful thing did you do who did he benefit? Is it in line with God's purpose for you? Okay, scratch to last 24 hours. How about last 48 hours? You see, you need to respond to this call. He said repent and turn to God. So Romans 1, verse six and seven, Romans 1, verse 6 and 7. It says, Among whom you also are called to Christ. That's a calling. Greatness is doing something meaningful with your life. It says, You are called to Christ. You are called to Christ. To all. Next. Next verse. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, you are called to Christ. You are called to be saints. Being a saint is not is not um, is not perfection. It's not sinless perfection, but a life that has responded to the call of God, repent, change your ways, turn to God. That's a saint. Then in Romans 8:28, it says, "All things work together." Romans 8:28. All things work together for good to do for those who, are, who love God and who are called. See? see, they are called according to his purpose. He said, follow me and I would make something meaningful with your life. Follow me and I will help you live on purpose. That's what he said. Follow me. So you see the third call here. Then also in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4, it says God desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's on that call for you. That you come to the knowledge of God's truth for you. Then you can do something meaningful with your life. And lastly, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 17 to 20. So if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It is not a hybrid. It says, follow me and I will make you great. I will make you do something meaningful with your life. And they responded immediately. You see, there are three ways you respond. You can respond immediately, like they did. And then you drop your message and embrace, and then you change your heart. You accept him and then do his bidding. And then help him fulfill his vision, which is, get others to repent and turn to God. That's the assignment. The second way you respond is to drag it out. For example, you come to church, but you have not accepted his message. You have heard his call, but you are still negotiating. Or you've heard a call, you understand what it means, but you want to try and ride two horses at the same time. Hold on to your way of life, and then hold on to Christ's way of life. That's a hybrid. You can't do hybrid. You see, we see what happens to those who do hybrid in Revelations. He said, you are neither hot nor cold. He said, I will spit you out of my mouth. Then there is a third response. The one that just draws blank. You know, like, I have no clue. So which one are you? But the heart I want you to have is a heart that responds immediately because Jesus is calling you. He's calling you. You fit the profile of the one who can carry his message. You are busy. You have a career. You have a job. You have a business. Or at least you aspire to have one. You have a family. He said You fit the bill. Do you understand? Praise the Lord. Next week we'll be looking at the different kinds of calls. And I pray that as we do that next week you will find yourself in it. Amen. So that you can do something meaningful with your life. Right?